Welcome to YMCA Essential Florida Spiritual Habits Series podcast. My name is Chad Garman, and I have the privilege of serving our community through the YMCA Community Engagement and Christian Initiative. Uh, and for the next few minutes, uh, we really designed this time to help you grow spiritually, to look at some different uh, spiritual life habits uh, that are out there and that will help you and help all of us uh, on our faith journey. Today, I'm joined by Pastor John Kimball from Palmwood Church in Oviedo, Florida. Pastor John, thanks for sharing your time with us, for investing in our community. Take a few minutes and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your, uh, your ministry there with Palmwood and what you do for, uh, for our community. Sure. Thanks, Chad. Uh, well, uh, on a personal level, I've been married to my bride, Catherine, for 32 years. Uh, she's put up with me all that time. We've got uh, three kids that are all grown now and in careers of their own. They're adulting well. And uh, we have our first grandchild arriving sometime in the next six weeks. And so I'm really excited about that. Uh, I have the privilege to pastor a fantastic five-year-old church plant, Palmwood Church in Oviedo. Uh, we meet in the Avito YMCA on Sunday mornings, and uh, I'm blessed also to serve as one of the YMCA chaplains in the Avito Family Center as, as we're able to do that with all the COVID things that have been going on. Um, next month, our little congregation is taking a big step. We're officially going to vote on moving from church plant status to full church standing with our denomination and be a grown-up church, and so we're really excited about that. So it's kind of an exciting season for me right now. Well, that is great to hear, and, and you are uh, a huge part of what we do at the YMCA there in Oviedo, and, and as you just serve our community, we're grateful uh, for what you do with uh, your chaplaincy work and also just being a light through your church there at um, the Oviedo Y. So really during our time today, we're going to be discussing this idea of mentoring or disciple-making. Uh, tell us about this habit. Maybe maybe start off by telling us what it is and what it isn't. Nah. Well, it, this is a huge priority for us in the Palmwood Church family. Um, what we're talking about is uh, really the intentional investment of our faith, uh, our own faith, our own life, uh, our life experience into other people in order to lead them to a place of, of real spiritual maturity. For us at the Palmwood Church family, uh, spiritual maturity looks like real Christ-like character, which is kind of hard to find these days uh, in all areas of life, um, a spiritual vitality or a spiritual life that's not just personally rewarding, but is actually positively impacting and influencing everyone around us. Um, and also a, a personal depth of faith in Jesus that takes us deep into things like uh, mastery of the scriptures, not just reading them, but really knowing them well, uh, effective prayer where we're actually seeing answers to our prayers, serving other people and, and being a blessing to them. Um, you know, we talk about disciple-making. Uh, if you were to, to come to the Palmwood Church family and, and talk about disciple-making, um, I would hope at least those that have been on this journey for a while with us would able to be able to tell you what we say a disciple is. Uh, we have a, a definition that actually comes from one of my mentors, uh, Dr. Tom Johnston, that a disciple, a mature disciple, is somebody who is devoted to Jesus, 
devoted to Jesus' people, which would be the church, and devoted to Jesus' mission. Um, and that word devoted for us is really important because we feel like there's, there's really a substantive, substantive difference, Chad, between um, the word devoted and the word committed. They kind of are synonyms, but committed is with the head. Devoted is relational. It's, it's really with the heart. And so we want people who have a really strong, vibrant relationship with Jesus, who have a really strong familiarity with his church, with his people, and have a devotion, a, an actual love of his mission to reach the world with the good news. And so um, disciple-making is making people who have those three devotions and are regularly practicing them. So what does it really look like? Uh, as you, uh, for someone who is looking to have a spiritual mentor or to uh, be a spiritual mentor for someone who is younger in their faith, what does it really look like for, uh, for that to be lived out? Um, well, you know, spiritual mentoring or, or disciple making is, is really critical because it's, it's not only um, one of the only ways, really, Chad, to, to ensure that each generation that follows us actually gets better and not worse. Um, but making disciples is the instruction that Jesus actually left the church, left his followers down through the ages to do. Um, and, and so and we call that the Great Commission, of course. Um, frankly, most of the North American church has lost that vision, and they've, they've, they've opted for a more institutional approach, um, a more academic approach. Uh, they, they focus on traditions and rituals. But if you really are looking for people that are being transformed by being a part of the church and becoming more and more like Jesus, it's not really happening a lot. You know, a lot of, it is happening in some churches, of course, but, but not widely. And so um, I guess answer your question, what does it look like? It looks like transformation. It means that the, the people who are being discipled actually are truly becoming more and more like Jesus every day. You know, it's, it's a lifelong journey. We don't arrive until we actually arrive, but um, there really is noticeable change and noticeable fruit as we grow. That's great. So why should others on, uh, on a spiritual journey on their, uh, on a journey to, to uh, become more fully devoted, why should having a spiritual mentor be a part of that? Well, let me, let me talk a little bit my, about my story on this because there's, there's a huge personal uh, motivation in why I made this a part of the DNA of, of Palmwood Church from the very beginning. Um, mentored ministry and disciple-making are huge priorities for me personally. I have made them to be strong priorities for our church. Um, in my 30 plus years of ministry, gosh, I'm going on close to 35 years of pastoral ministry. <laughs> I didn't think I was that old. But anyway, I, I found that, that most people that I talk to, in fact, most pastors that I talk to, Chad, they will tell you they, they really were not discipled. Um, there really was not this kind of discipling that we're talking about. They were taught, uh, but there's a difference between being taught and, and being discipled. You know, there's, there's many who grew up in the church that have been given biblical knowledge through Sunday school or vacation Bible school or, or other things like that. 
but they've not been intentionally invested in. They've not been led through a transformational prop, a process, a, a, I would say a purposeful transformational process to become more like Jesus. And, uh, you know, my own life, Chad, has been radically impacted both by disciple-making and several older members who chose to invest, or mentors who, who chose to invest in me. Um, you know, even today, so not, I, don't, I don't want this to sound braggadocious, but even today, I've been in the ministry 35 years. Um, I've got a doctorate in theology. My, my, I pastor a church. I'm also part of a national ministry. I'm, I'm actually the, uh, one of the executives of our denomination nationally. And I still have three men that consistently pour into my life and ministry so I continue to grow in my faith and become more like Jesus. You don't arrive. That, that's the point. And, and so, um, you know, if, I, if in my situation I find that it's absolutely critical, just, you know, everybody needs this. That's great that we, we don't arrive. I've, I've always uh, been interested in, in the, the quote that says the, you know, the, the longest 18 inches is from one's head to one's heart. Uh, and I think that that's really the, that's the heart of mentoring uh, for us on, who are on a, a spiritual journey um, to not let our faith just live in our head, but let it sink in and really uh, take hold of, take hold in our heart so that, um, as you said, that we can, we can be that fully devoted person living out um, as uh, as Jesus has uh, has instructed us to do. So that is that's great um, uh, great work that uh, and great advice that even you, as someone who has been on this journey a while, um, still seek the knowledge of those who are uh, a little bit further along. And and I think um, you know that's. I think that's probably one of the keys for me is um, there's always someone who's a little bit further along uh, than me, and that's all that's required um, yeah. for uh, for someone to be a mentor. And so, so what are some of the key takeaways that you would want people uh, to have uh, as they think about either uh, asking someone to be a spiritual mentor or um, being willing to be a spiritual mentor for someone who uh, is newer in their faith. Yeah. So, well, I think, you know, you used a word that I think is golden in this conversation, and that is journey. Um, there is a difference between being taught and being mentored. Mentoring, of course, includes teaching. There's, there's teaching that happens in the midst of that. But a mentor or a disciple maker is somebody who actually walks with you on your journey. It's an ongoing relationship. You know, I, I, I would just say, I actually had this conversation a few weeks ago with somebody, and we were talking about how um, you can remember. So somebody like me that went to high school a long time ago, Chad. <laughs> you know, so I, I look back, I can't remember the names of most of my teachers in high school, in junior high. I don't think I can remember any. There's a few maybe in elementary school that really impacted me. But there are two or three teachers in high school that I will never forget. And what's, what's the difference between the ones I can't remember and the ones I'll never forget? It's, it's the relationship. You know, there were some that were just there to get you through the textbook, get you to download the information and pass the test. 
And then there are those who really cared and wanted you to grow with respect to their course of study. You know, and, and those are people, I, I, I actually, there's one teacher I had, a math teacher of all things, that I actually grieved when he passed away because he had such a profound impact on my life. And that really is the difference between this academic approach and teaching versus a mentor who, who really has a relationship with you and goes on this journey. So, you know, I've, I've become convinced, and I'm a pastor, I pastor a Christian church, so this is, I'm coming at this from a, a, a Christian perspective, but I, in my 35 years of ministry, Chad, I have become convinced that we are actually designed by God for disciple-making. It's actually part of our divine design. And, and if I can use some Bible terminology for a moment um, to just kind of bring the point home, we all need to have Pauls in our lives. You know, the Apostle Paul, he's a big name in the New Testament, but Paul, if you look at, at Paul's relationship with a number of different people, and then there's, there's all kinds of names known and unknown that are in the New Testament that we could, we could bring out, but he had his sons in the faith, Timothy and Titus. He calls them his sons. That, that tells you the relationship that he had with them. This was, he wasn't just their teacher. He was a spiritual father to them. And so you know, we need Pauls in our lives that are, are more spiritually mature, like you said, a little further down the path on this, this journey, that will invest in us from their own life experience, their own understanding, the mistakes that they've made. All, you know, all those kinds of things, so that we keep growing to become more and more like Jesus. So that would be, the, I think, the first big takeaway. But the second one is actually a corollary to that, and that is that we all need Timothys. So Paul was the spiritual father to Timothy. Paul was the one pouring in. Timothy, though, was the one who was receiving. And so we need to have Timothys, not just Pauls, people for whom we become the Pauls, people, people that that we are going to invest into so that they can keep growing and, and moving forward on their journey and growing to be more like Christ. And then, then there's a third category I would throw out there, and that is that we, we all need Barnabases. Uh, Barnabas, you know, his name actually was Joseph, we're told in Scripture, but his nickname was Barnabas. Barnabas means son of encouragement, and that was his gift. He was an encourager. And Barnabas was this, this one that came alongside other people as a brother, not, not a Paul, not a Timothy, but walking side by side on this journey. The, the Bible talks in, in the Old Testament, the Bible talks about iron sharpening iron relationships. These people who go with us where we kind of sharpen each other. The, the, the scripture says that there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. That's what we're talking about, this kind of relationship where you know, I'm, we may be right at the same place on the journey, but we're investing into each other as we walk along together. And so, you know, the, the idea that we, everybody needs to have a Paul, or really I would say multiple Pauls. We need to have Timothys in our life. We need to have Barnabases in our life. And then I would take that one step further, and this is really a, a big piece of my heart and something that we focus on in our ministry at Palmwood Church, but you know, parents need to learn how to invest in this way in their own children. And, and I, have, I can tell you, now this is from pastoral experience and dad experience, both, um, that a multitude of problems that we see all over the place today in our society are pre-solved before they become problems when parents disciple their own children well, the way that we're talking about. And the, the problem is the church is not teaching parents to do that. 
And so we actually, um, we don't officially have a children's ministry. We have a Sunday morning children's ministry that, that's kind of like a children's church thing. But we don't have a children's ministry. Instead, as a church, we made a decision right from, from the very beginning to have a parenting ministry. So we don't want to be discipling the kids for somebody else. We want the parents to be discipling their own kids. And then we as a church family will come around those who fall through the cracks and help them. But, um, you know, this is, this is a huge piece of the puzzle for many of the things we're facing today. If we were discipling the way the Bible tells us to disciple, a lot of the stuff that we deal with in high schools and colleges, it wouldn't be stuff today because we would have pre-solved it through the disciple making. That's a great word, Pastor John. Thank you for your time. I know that I have benefited from this time that we have spent together. You have made me uh, stronger uh, and have shaped me uh, as we all need to really uh, exercise that spiritual muscle. Uh, If there is someone who is uh, wanting some additional information from you about mentoring or discipleship, uh, feel free to reach out to Pastor John at office at palmwoodchurch.com is his email address, and uh, you can reach out to him. He would be more than happy to provide you with information uh, about mentorship and how you can get involved in mentoring others uh, and also being mentored. So, listeners, I hope that you found this time beneficial as I have, and we look forward to connecting with you soon.